I'm Janae McDonald-Wilborn, and this is a Drop of Encouragement. Before we get started with today's podcast, I thought I would share with you one of my new favorite things, and those are the clean towels from Clean Skin Club. Clean Skin Club provides biodegradable towels. They're soft, they're durable, and most important, they don't have all the bacteria on them that the towel hanging in your bathroom probably has right now. I know, it's gross. But don't worry, you can grab some Clean Skin towels and use them in your skincare routine from now on. Just go to cleanskinclub.com, use my name, Janae, as your coupon code, and save a little bit as well. All right, enough about that. Let's get on with the podcast. Well, hello, you are here, and that means this is real. Welcome to A Drop of Encouragement with me, Janae McDonald-Wilborn. I cannot tell you how thrilled I am to have you listening to this podcast today. You're here for my very first episode, and I want to thank you. I want to thank you for giving me this time in your day. I want to thank you for being willing to tune in and listen to what I have to say. And I have to tell you, no one is more surprised that I have a podcast than I am. It's shocking to me because years ago, the first time someone ever said to me, sort of offhandedly, oh, you should have a podcast. My very next thought was, you should mind your business because I really just felt like it was the most ridiculous thing. Like, why would I have a podcast? There's so many out there already. There's great people, qualified people out there sharing all kinds of stories and biblical knowledge and all sorts of things. Who needs my voice added to the mix? Well, here's the thing. In 2020, God has really been pressing more and more into my heart how important individual voices are, that each one of us has been put on this planet with a purpose, that each one of us is here with something specific that only we can bring to the table. And with that word from the Lord, I began to realize that this was another way that I could share the things that he has put into me. I want to be here and I want to be a voice and I want to be used by God in another way. And that is happening through this podcast. So the next thing I had to figure out was what on earth was I going to talk about on my podcast? I mean, I talk about a lot of things as a speaker. I share about different topics and subjects. But what was going to be the heart and soul of my podcast? Knowing what I wanted to talk about was actually pretty easy because there is one topic that I consistently find myself coming back to, and that is this idea of encouragement, of being an encourager. Encouragement has been my fuel. It has moved me forward through so many different situations and circumstances and hardships and new starts and just all the things of life I've been brought through with encouragement and the encouragement of others is powerful. And I can testify to that from my own life experience. So when I began to really think about that, and then I began to think about this world we currently live in that is filled with disheartening and discouraging words and news stories and social media posts, I really wanted to be a voice of encouragement in the midst of it all. I wanted to be someone that can share encouragement with you and encourage others. And I want to be someone that can spur you on to encourage others as well. In fact, a lot of what I was feeling, I can sum up in the verse from the book of Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25, it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. You guys, that's what I want to do. I want to spur you on as I have been spurred on through encouragement. I want to encourage you as 
I have been encouraged and hopefully move you to want to encourage others. I mean, that's the end goal of my podcast to see not just me encouraging you, but to see you going out and encouraging others in your world, in your circle, people that I'm never going to know that you're going to encounter and that God has intended and purposed you to encourage. Why am I so passionate about encouragement? It really comes back to a time in my life when I was a teenager on the cusp of adulthood and I had what I remember to be one of my first encounters with encouragement where I was consciously aware of how the encouragement of this person was impacting my life. That it was the words and the the encouragement of this one particular woman in my life that was moving me forward from a place of feeling defeated to a place of success. And that whole story starts with my calculus class my senior year in high school. So let's go back in time to the 1990s, the early 1990s. That's right. Think hammer pants and weird bangs and you're there. I was a student at a high school for science and technology in Northern Virginia, and it was a magnet school. So everyone that was there had applied to get in and had a certain level of skill in the STEM arena. And I was a good student going in, and I was, a, I was always a kid who made good grades and did well in school, and a lot of things came easily to me. And when I hit 10th grade math, which at my school was Algebra two and Trigonometry, I hit a bit of a roadblock in my self-perception as a good math student because Algebra 2 started kicking my tail. I mean, right now, if you say quadratic equation, I start to shudder. And if you don't know what a quadratic equation is, then your life is better, in my opinion. But (laughs) truly, it was hard. I was struggling for the first time understanding concepts, and I had a teacher that for whatever reason, he explained things one way. And if you didn't get it, then tough. That was it. Now, when I say I struggled, struggling meant that I got a B. Y'all, a B. Not an F, not even a D, a B. This is the kind of nerd that I was. And I was really struggling with being a B student in Algebra 2. I went right from that into pre-calculus in 11th grade and the hits just kept on coming. It did not get easier. Suddenly they wanted me to graph things and I didn't understand how. We had this calculator that had way too many buttons and it was just, um, it was all mystifying as far as I was concerned. And yes, again, a struggle meant a B, but I didn't really get it. And for me, that was the real hiccup. I was used to being able to understand the concepts. Even if I didn't get a perfect score, I knew what I was doing and I just didn't feel like I could do that anymore. And I once again had another teacher who was not someone who explained things in different ways or wanted to take the time to help me understand and often seemed frustrated with me and that frustration was really apparent. So of course, being a 16 year old girl, my frustration came right back at him. While I was never rude or disrespectful, I certainly very early in the school year realized he just wasn't gonna work for me and was in a shutdown mode. Now fast forward to my senior year of high school. And the only thing that I was dreading was math because at our high school, you had to take calculus to graduate from our magnet school with the degree that said you'd attended this special school. Now, there were two levels of calculus. AB was moved at a slower, more regulated pace. And then BC calculus meant you were gonna go faster, you were gonna get farther in the book, you were gonna learn more of the concepts of calculus. Obviously, I chose AB. Had there been like a pre-AA, I would have taken that, but it didn't exist. 
So there I was walking into second period, AB calculus, my first day of school, my senior year with a couple of good friends, all of us having not the best attitude about math. And I sit down in my seat and I had this woman who truly could play the role of the fairy godmother in Cinderella. Like that is the level of like sweetness and bubbliness that I want you to picture when you picture my high school teacher, Miss Balacqua. Truly, she looked more like a kindergarten teacher than a senior calculus math teacher at the uh, high school for science and technology. But that's who Miss Balacqua was. And on day one, sitting on our desk, we had index cards. On that card, we were told to write our name, our previous math teachers, why we chose AB instead of BC calculus. And then the fourth question was, how do you feel about math or what kind of math student do you see yourself being? So you guys, I quickly wrote my name because I definitely knew that. I wrote my teachers with not the kindest of thoughts, I'll be real, um, as I wrote their names down. And then when I got to that third question, I mean, AB, obviously, because it's the easier one. And how I felt about math or how I saw myself as a math student was real simple. I hate math. Math is evil. And I'm the worst at math. I don't know exactly if that's what I wrote, but I can tell you it was something in that vein. Now, this is what I love about Mrs. Balacqua. I know she read those cards. We never discussed the card again, but I know she read them. And I know it because I can look back, especially now as a much older adult, I can look back and I can see how she knew how to teach me because of what I wrote on that card. Because what, what ended up happening from there was a school year of being in a class with a teacher who was constantly offering encouragement. In her class, we would go to the board and write problems on the board and work them out. And so often as she would go over the problem with me, she would take the time to compliment every aspect that I got right. She would definitely point out what I did wrong. She would show me how to correct that error. But she would always take a moment to say, look, you got these first five steps right. You only messed up here. So don't, this is great. Look at how good you're doing here. If we can get this fixed, you'll be fine. She was that kind of teacher and every single thing I had to turn in, every time I worked a problem on the board, when we would work problems in groups, she would always encourage us that we could do it. You got this. This is a concept you can understand. If someone in the class was struggling and she was, she would take a moment to really help them understand and she would encourage them while she was teaching them. Now, I can honestly say within weeks of being in her class, I began to feel differently about math. In fact, I looked forward to going to her class because she was so encouraging. Now, it wasn't fluff. She did encourage me when I was wrong. She didn't pretend like I wasn't making mistakes, but she knew how to encourage the things that I was doing right and reinforce them, which drove me to want to try to get more things right. And as we moved towards the end of the year, I was moving towards the AP calculus test. It's a test you can take if you want to try to get college credit for a course you've taken in high school. At my school where I was attending, I already knew I was going to college. I knew that a four would give me credit for one math class, but if I got a five, which is the highest score on the AP exam, that I could place out of math and never have to take math again, which, let's be real, that was still my goal in life, never to take a math class again. And I took that AP exam and I got a five. Not only that, when we got to the end of the school year and I took our final exam, I got a hundred on the final exam. Now, I'm not telling you this to brag because really, if I am, that's really lame because who cares about your final exam grade from high school in 1992? No one. Well, maybe my mother, but no one else. But seriously, the reason I'm telling you this is I went from being a student who thought she was terrible at math to a student who got a hundred. And it was 
all because of the way Mrs. Balakwa encouraged me. She built back up a belief in myself that I had completely lost in the two years prior. And that's the power of encouragement. Encouragement can help you see who you are. Encouragement can help you see what you can do. Encouragement can help reveal to you what you are capable of. Encouragement is something that we all need because encouragement is fuel. It's fuel that moves us forward through every obstacle, every hard time, every new situation we'll ever be in. Doing this podcast right now is the result of a lot of encouragement. My chief encourager to doing this podcast has been my husband. He is someone who, I mean, obviously I adore him because he's my husband, but he always speaks to me with such truth, with such candor, but from such a positive point of view. He will always tell me what he sees in me as potential, what he sees that I can do, and never lets me just settle for what I'm already doing. Those voices in our lives are necessary. Having people that encourage us is something that we all need because we all need that outside voice that will help fuel us and move us forward. It just adds to the fire that God has already put inside of us. And really, I believe it's how God speaks to us in many ways. I think the encouragement I've received from other people has often been the Holy Spirit speaking through them in a time when he knew I needed to hear those words to be moved forward in my situation. Over the course of this podcast, I'm going to share other times that I've been encouraged, but my goal, my main goal is to encourage you. I want you to be encouraged in life. I want you to feel that you can do something that you've been facing, that you've been thinking, I can't, it's too hard, I'm not good at it. I want to tell you right now that God has put in you everything you need to move forward in the thing that he's called you to do. I love essential oils, and one of the things that I love about them is that you can put one or two drops of oil into water, pour that into a diffuser, and watch it change the atmosphere of a room. The same thing is true of encouragement. I think we can put one or two drops of encouragement into someone's life and see their atmosphere change, whether it's at work, at home, at school, or wherever they may be. And that's what I want to be. I want to be those drops of encouragement in your life, and I want to inspire you to be those drops of encouragement in the lives of those around you. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for starting this journey with me. Thank you for listening. And I hope that you'll come back. Please subscribe to the podcast. Message me on Instagram or Facebook. Let me hear back from you. I want to hear your stories of encouragement. I want to hear how you're encouraging others. And I want to know areas of your life where you could use a little more encouragement. Until next time, be encouraged. And go out there and be a drop of encouragement in someone else's life. Remember that you may be just the person God wants them to encounter.